0: Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefni Early, and you're listening to the Sports Roundup show a little bit later than normal in the week. Today's show is brought to you in association with Pete's Sandwich Bar in Carrick and Shannon. More on them later in the programme. We do have a lot of coverage and a lot of sport to get through after what was a reasonably busy weekend. We're a little bit lighter than normal on interviews this week, but we will go through all the news from across the various sections of Leitrim Sport. And we will be hearing from Terry Highland, Killian McGloin and Paddy Maguire after Leitrim's disappointing result in Longford on Sunday afternoon. Let's start right there in Pierce Park. Expectations high after two promising performances in the first two rounds of the league, and on day three we faced the short journey to Longford to face a local rival. Unfortunately, it wasn't to be Leitrim's day. Beaten in the end, two fourteen to one nine, although it was a late goal that put a gloss on that for the home side. Leitrim battled hard in places, but maybe shot selection and a couple of decisions in terms of shooting and a fairly high wide count. 12 versus Longford's three. One of them in the last kick of the game almost really was the deciding factor. On the day, let's hear from Terry Killian and Paddy. We'll start with Terry and hear what he had to say immediately after the game. It's part of a group interview. Both myself and John Connolly from the Leitrim Observer chatting to Terry at the same time, so you'll hear questions from both of us. Here's what Terry had to say immediately after the game.
1: We started well. We're probably four or five wides at this first ten and the ten or twelve minutes of the second half, and I think then we got shot shy after that. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know I I think that we went back into a bit of a shell and okay I know the goal at the end they just turned the thing over and given put a bit of maybe more flat line on the score line from that point of view but I think that uh, you know we had opportunity we had probably where we wanted to be at half time uh you know and we did create the opportunities in that first 10 minutes and we didn't just pop them over and we needed to get a score or two and we didn't and we went to we chacha and they hit us big on the counter and you know we we had pushed up and that was the problem we had
2: I think you could see a couple of years of playing division 3 Division 2 football in Longford in in their know-how of how they protected the ball and played the ball down and and created chances there and, and
1: dragged and pulled us across the field yeah, and I suppose there were times we were probably the opposite of that. We gave the ball away, we kicked it when we didn't need to kick it, you know what I mean? We got maybe some paths you know, intercepted when we didn't need to, to rush the thing, and oh, that's a learning process. And, you know, unfortunately, I and mean, we said this a dozen times before, you're getting away with that in Division 4, but if you step up, you don't. And it's, it's, it's more about the top process than the movement of the body. You've got to think quicker when you're playing in the higher divisions, and that's just it.
2: So that's experience. I mean, I was going to ask you about the getting shot shy. What do you think that's down to? Is it, is it top process? Is it confidence?
1: Well, look, again, it's a case of, you know, maybe it's a case of, well, I'm after missing the last one, I'm not going to take the next shot, and yeah. then you give it on to somebody else, and it's always about backing yourself, and it's, it's something that we would always tell them, like, mean, I always say, I don't care if it's a back that's up in front of the goals, and they stay at the opportunities, you go for it, you have to back yourself, and, you know, maybe that's, that's a learning process for them. You say shot shy, but the wide count was significant to in double figures um, Longford only hit their third in, the, in injury time in the second half Yeah well you can go back to the opposite of that we had the four or five wide and they had four attacks after that and they had four scores so you know it's a bit conversion rate. and we did you know perhaps there was an element of we're going to be playing with a bit of a breeze and the breeze is going to make the, do the job for us and we didn't penetrate and we weren't maybe as patient as we should have been but you know I suppose we had the ball and maybe that's half the battle and we have to learn now to, to work better with it I suppose there's a lot of pressure coming on into this
2: game into Derby I know we're we're all talking about how important it was, and these are the teams we we, we're looking to attack. Do you think that played a part? you'd hope not as well. you'd hope not I
1: mean at the end of the day it's a silly game of football and you know sometimes okay we look at the jerseys, and that stores maybe a different passion in people or whatever it is but you have to go out and do your job out on the football pitch and we did a lot of good things just I think as you said our finishing was our was was problem we created the opportunities. I think we even had maybe another goal opportunity in the first half and maybe two half chances that you know that you have to put away at this level hmm.
2: I suppose looking ahead now you got a bit of a break uh, for two weeks before the awfully game it, it, it's been a hard three weeks because the, the games are coming so ticking fast and tough conditions yeah a chance the, maybe yeah well every
1: day if we could, it's been out there's been a gale uh, but now that's the same for everybody but look it gives us a chance to get Mark Plunkett back he gives us a chance to get Ryan to get up to speed he gives us a chance for Ray to get up to speed we were probably you know running about three or four injuries with lads only just clawing their way back into, into the system and you know they weren't really getting any game time on them I mean like Ray Mulvey probably two weeks ago wasn't, hadn't touched the ball you know what I mean yeah. Ryan up until ten days ago hadn't touched the ball Mark Plunkett and, and these lads you, whereas you can get them back fitness wise they yeah. still have to be up to speed with the ball you know what I mean and least two weeks at least will give us that What are the positives you'll take out of today's game? Well again before half time when we needed to get the score to get back in the game we got it we did, we did as I said we did create options and, and, and okay unfortunately we didn't take them if the ball wasn't getting to that end of the pitch I'd be more worried
2: I suppose that, 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 that's it it's about conversion and the next day awfully again it's another team that we'd be looking they, they drew against Longford their game today was called off they'll probably be playing next week so you'd, you'd be hoping to kind of take advantage maybe that their legs would be maybe getting a bit heavier
1: well look in the end of the day as it games as games I mean sometimes what happens what this does is it means you can get a block of training in yeah. because when you're at game scenario you're training on a Wednesday night you really have to Step it back down on a Friday game because on a Friday session because you're playing on Sunday, so it just gives an opportunity to get a little bit more into the legs on them, but also to maybe get a little bit more of that practice of shooting and finishing. And you know, we'd work on that. How important was it to get the likes of Ryan on the pitch today and Ray Mulvey more minutes in the legs? Well, that was it, you more. And we got lads back on the pitch to get more legs in them. We have a lot of good young fellas coming on, but to be fair, we can't depend on the young lads to pull the game around. There's games games when you're going to need experience, and they're the experienced heads, and we need to get them back out.
0: Killing my own thoughts after that.
3: Uh, well, look. Obviously, it's uh, it's disappointing now just not to get the result today. But like you have the these come around, you know. So you kind of have to just deal with it and move on.
0: Uh, two open day performances in terms of the dairy game, the court game, reasonably well today. It didn't really happen to, for Leitrim.
3: No, like uh, it's it's hard, you know. well Like we had the wind in the second half. We played reasonably well in patched in the first half, and you had the wind in the second half. And and I I don't know, made a few made a few mistakes at the start. Which kind of, which kind of, um, you know, our heads were down after that for a bit. So, and it's hard, it's hard to chase a game, you know, when when the team's three or four points up, you know. So,
0: the goal just before half time really set us up. It booked that trend of struggling in the last five minutes of the first half, um, but the second half just, Lankford just seemed to have that little bit more composure
3: yeah I don't know I just I think the, I think we were the, the fact that we were just chasing the game I think is the main thing you know and I, I think we play w- much better when we're, when we're ahead rather than chase the game because uh, it's kind of the way we play we kind of like to hold the ball and, and play about it and work with, work to score but but yeah they were just more composed in the second half and the, the f- finish and you know they were more uh, clinical in front of the goal we I don't know what we missed but we missed more than them anyways in
0: terms of personal performance took a yellow card maybe could have been looking maybe not to avoid another one
3: Ah, look, I, to be honest, was he, he was at me as much as I was at him, so I'm not going to comment too much on that.
0: <laughs> what's your thoughts going into the two weeks off before the next game, or at least a week off before the next game? Um, what's
3: thoughts going into that next fixture? So, look, we just have to put the head down now. We have training training again a few times this week and a few more session, collective sessions together, and we'll just put the head down and push forward and try and get a result now in the next two weeks. Listen, thanks for talking to me. No bother. Paddy,
0: your thoughts after that game?
4: Ah, yeah, we're all disappointed. Um thought we were in a good shout there. But... We worked hard in the first half against the Breeze and uh, we only two points in at half time but came out long for a acute, they tipped over one or two more scores and made a four and five ahead. And then we came back, got them back to three or four but they kept knocking away, we never got ahead of them so that was the important thing, they kept taking away, they kept possession of the ball. We kind of wor- tried to kick it in rather than working it through the hands and they were just, I think they were smarter with possession of the ball. And they ticked over their scores and c- always kept ahead of us and they closed out the game. Comfortable enough, which was a bit disappointing because we thought coming in at half time we were in a good place, and kind of in the first 10 or 15 minutes of the second half, we didn't really show up.
0: You put in a bit of a claim to starting goals next week,
4: there was some save uh,
0: early in the second half. On the, was it, did you know much about it?
4: Ah, <laughs> yeah, okay. We then came at full driving force at me. No, I, I the new Jeremy was gone out to your man, so I, I, lucky enough, your man dro- drove straight on my chest and it rebound rebounded off. But luckily, I thought. Look, it it'll take a lot more to win the game than just a save on the line. But it's a disappointing now, and look, we have to regroup with we two weeks. Two weeks now to regroup and back train on Wednesday night. Four games left. It's not. It's not. It's not over yet. And we've, we're sitting on a point, but we need to get a win, a win or two now in the next few games. In terms of the league so far, what's your view been on the the three games collectively now? Looking back at the
0: first kind of group of games in this division.
4: Yeah, I suppose in Derry's, we should have probably taken two points there. We just didn't close out the game uh, at the point we had to settle for the point and then the court game was a big step up um, I think we under formed too I think the score line there was hard enough reflection I thought thought it, we took our goal chances there at the start might have been a little bit closer but look we learned from these these games I know it's disappointing the the margin 7-8 points defeat and look we just have to get together regroup again and go at it again in a week or two two, 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 two weeks now it's a home game to Offaly so in terms of the step up from Division 4,
0: Division 3, how big is that gap?
4: Um, it's just, it's not that, I suppose, this year it's a tough division, Division 3, which you have Cork down and Derry all in it, but um, there is a difference there with, you know, smarter on the ball, keeping possession. There is, like, you won't have as much time on the ball as a Division 4 team, you know. Uh, you have to be, your decision-making has to be a lot quicker. You have to be a lot tighter on your men. You're turned over, you turn over. You know the pace of the game is a bit. The pace of the game is a lot more different than Division Four, to be honest.
0: In terms of looking forward to the championship, I know it's very early in the season we talk about championship, but will that experience at Division Three come to benefit the, the team when it gets later into the, the better days of the season?
4: Yeah, it definitely should. It depends what what learning lessons we take out. I suppose um, what the it's a young enough team we have here, but we have to get a few wins under our belt, and what we learn from it from Division Three is the most important, and then bring it into. Uh, into Championship come May and that but it is definitely it's it will be definitely a lot more it will get you a lot more confidence going into, into the Mayo game or whatever but it will it'll, it'll strengthen us to, for bigger teams in the future you know
0: what are the positives you're taking out of today's game
4: yeah look i have to reflect on it we'll all have to reflect on our own, divi- our, own our own individual performances um, I suppose positive was that we got, I think we got a few goals we got a goal and a few scores there were to we worked it into the boys inside a lot better. Um, defensively, I thought we were opened up a few times again. The lads, lads came down, run through the middle again. But um, we never gave up, and we tipped over a few scores. But positively, I suppose a few lads came on there and showed. On the bench, there came off and worked hard. So a few positives to take out. We'll have to reflect again to really, to really break it down to see what positives were taken out of today. First half, I thought we worked really hard against the wind. It's another positive, I suppose. Yeah.
0: Well, listen, well done today. Hard luck on the results on yes. there. Uh, thanks Thank for to me.
4: Thank you. See you.
0: Now, I mentioned at the top of the programme that today's show was brought to you in association with Pete's Sandwich Bar in Carrick and Shannon. It's located across from the library, right beside the fire station, with plenty of parking around that vicinity in town. You can eat out, you can take away, you can have a choice of sandwiches, wraps, soups, salad... And their lunch specials are particularly interesting. Trust me, check them out on social media. Their absolutely mouth-watering photographs of their food is phenomenal. I particularly enjoy getting their little notifications for what is on their lunch specials each and every day. Today, for example, beef stroganoff, chicken fajita, and much, much more in terms of wraps and sandwiches. Check them out. Well, worth are looking at, into, we're guaranteed to keep you nourished if you are feeling a little bit peckish coming up to lunchtime uh, thank you very much for your continued support Pete's and to everybody else who has supported the show throughout if you'd like to be a partner with us check us out on leitrimdaily.com or send us an email at info at or hit us up on our social media all across the board it's just at Leitrim daily thank you so much to Pete's Sandwich Bar for their continued support Now, of course, the girls were in action as well on Sunday afternoon. Same time, and they took to the field in Ballinamore to face an Antrim side at 7-10 to 2 points. The winning margin for Leitrim and a fairly comfortable victory in the end. Some very impressive performances from around the pitch. Leo Fox, four goals, probably proven to be one of the the big talking points of the day she came off after 42 minutes so that was just in 42 minutes of play fantastic performance from Leah in what is her first season on in, of inter-county football uh, been a promising youngster coming through the ranks we had her on the show before in a, her guise as a Sligo Rovers player last year um, she's overage for that now so she's still a minor footballer uh, and really making waves on the inter-county scene other girls who got on the score sheet Myron Devani, another colleague of Leah's who actually replaced her in that um, 42 minute substitution on Sunday afternoon, she came up with 1-1, Michelle Guckian with 1-4, Vivian Egan with a goal, Uh, Eilish O'Dowd, Laura O'Dowd, Charlene Terrell and Alva Clancy all getting themselves on the score sheet, a solitary point apiece. Um, So a good day out for Leitrim, probably less competitive than they would have hoped for in terms of really being prepared for a championship assault later in the season, but that's Two heavy, heavy victories against two northern sides over the last two weeks. They get a break now. They have a week off before their next game in two weeks' time. So it'll be interesting to see how they regroup. Nice to see a lot of youngsters coming through. uh, Seven subs used, 22 players, I think 25 played the week before. So lots of girls getting moments in their legs. Uh, We'll be previewing their next game next week on the show. But well done to Leitrim ladies there. 7-10 to 2 points victory in that second round. Division 4 Ladies National Football League. They look to be really, really on top form for that competition going ahead this season. And it's hard to see past Leitrim for one of the big title challengers in that competition. In terms of soccer in the National League, there was a complete whitewash. ...of local games here. All the games just call off because of the weather... ...which was absolutely torrential. So despite the storm, some games did go ahead... ...and they were mainly at the National League level. Slagger Rovers winning 2-1 against Cabin ...in a game played behind closed doors... ...over the weekend, Friday night... ...in Abbottstown in the National Sports Campus... ...up in Dublin. Uh, Rovers winning 2-1. Uh, they'll be happy enough going into their first game of the season... ...on Friday night. We'll be previewing that game on the Friday's Sports Show... But 2-1 victory against Cabantili. They face Finn Harps, where their previous captain, Raf Kataro, will be coming back as the uh, well, he was the captain last year with Finn Harps. Don't know if he's gonna be the captain again this year, but he will be in that squad he signed during the week. So interesting times ahead for both those clubs as they battle to stay in the Premier Division of the SSE Air League this season. It's gonna be a big ask for both clubs. With a lot of other teams strengthening around them, it, it's hard to see Sligo and Finharp spin in anything other than a relegation battle this year. Uh, the very best of luck to both teams as they try to maintain their senior status, their Division 1, Premier Division status should I say, for the next season or so. They face each other in Finn Park, 8pm kickoff on Friday night. It's the first round of the SSE Airtricity League and they'll be looking to uh, to make it a an happy Valentine's night for one set of supporters on the night. Longford have had a mixed bag over the last couple of weeks in terms of pre-season games. Still no certainty as to when their season starts. It's all a bit of a mess with the FAI at the moment in terms of the first division of the SSE Airtricity League. Two sets of fixtures out. It's believed that Limerick will not be in the league this year. That is the latest rumour. It may be actually confirmed by the time you're listening to this, but uh, it looks like it will be a 10-team league with Shamrock Rovers B-team included in that. If that goes ahead, Longford will host Shamrock Rovers on on Saturday week, should I say. Uh, The chances are, though, that there is still a protest with the other nine clubs about the inclusion of Shamrock Rovers. If that doesn't materialise and if Shamrock Rovers do take part in the league, that will be the opening fixture. Otherwise, it's anybody's guess as to when Longford's first game will take place. We, know we had Dara Doyle on the show a couple of weeks ago, and he spoke about the mess that's going on at the moment. Uh, as I said, no local action at all at junior level in the county. There's loads of action this weekend, though, with the weather improving. It promises to be a good weekend's action. We'll be talking about that on Friday on the show. Now, in terms of swimming, we had some great results with Trident Swim Club here in Carrick and Shannon. ...as they took part in the national finals of the minor schools at the National Aquatic Centre, also in Abbottstown. Uh, Maya Mulvey came on in with two silvers there, while there were PBs for Alicia Degnan, Emily Quinn and Maya Mulvey herself... ...in those particular events. So congratulations to all at Trident. I know it's a a busy club and they they kind of go about their business under the radar. So the very best of luck to them as they progress through... ...what promises to be a very exciting and busy season for Trident. In terms of athletics, Theresa Doherty took home... ...the Athletics Ireland Masters Women's Cross Country title... ...in a fantastic time of 15.21. She is, of course, from Kinlaw... uh, ...but also competing in the Colours of Finn Valley up there in Bali Buffet in Donegal. So she was twenty four seconds ahead of her nearest challenger for that fantastic result for the North Leitrim woman. Congratulations, Michelle Lannon of Carrick Athletic Club, came in in a very respectable forty-first position, fifth in her over forty-five category, in a time of seventeen twenty-one. Some great Legion performances there. In the juvenile ranks, we talked a lot about Sarah Mulvaney Kelly on last month, uh, while she was nominated for our Sports Person of the Year and eventually won the competition. She came in fifth in the under eleven B juvenile competition, while Scott Williams was sixth in the male equivalent, the under eleven boys in the B national championships so congratulations to them both as well as well as their teammates who were all competing in the competition. In terms of handball we had one result from last weekend Saturday evening so Martin Raftery of Drumshambo Handball Club take to the Connacht Junior A Championship quarterfinal where he unfortunately was beaten by Seamus Keneally of Galway. So And that, folks, is all we have time for today. A massive thank you to Pete's Sandwich Bar in Carrick and Shannon for their sponsorship of today's show. Uh, It's greatly appreciated and can't recommend them highly enough if you're looking for something to eat during the middle of the day. Great spot for lunch. And thank you very much for your continued support of the show. If you would like to nominate someone for our sports awards, you can do so via our website, leitrimdaily.com forward slash nominate. And just fill in the form and tell us why your candidate or why your nomination deserves to be considered for inclusion or to even win the award for the month of February. Some great performances already. It's not even halfway through the month yet. So keep that in mind. Let's hear from you in terms of who you would like to see win that competition for the month of February. Uh, also, if you'd like to sponsor one of our shows, we would love to hear from you. Our email address is info at We would love to have you as part of our team and to bring all these kind of news stories to the general Leitrim public. We'd love to hear from you. Give me a shout on info at leitrimdaily.com or hit us up on social media at Leitrim Daily uh, across all platforms. That is it from us today. Thank you very much. I'll be back tomorrow with the What's On guide for County Leitrim for the next seven days. And also from a sports point of view, I'll be back on Friday with a look at what's happening over a very busy weekend as the SSE Airtricity League steps back into the fold. We'll also be talking to the hurlers ahead of their return to league action. Talk
2: to you then.